Hi, everybody. My name is Jamie Herrera, and I just did an interview with The Access Show. I think for me, success is measured by the amount of lives that you get to change. Because I've always taken the risk, I've always gotten the reward. At the end of the day, it's never about the goal. It's who we become in the process of hitting the goal. Hi, and welcome to The Access Show. It's the place where you can find life facts on how to become the best version of yourself and achieve your goals. We show you how to walk the talk from successful people. And today we're joined by Jamie here. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, so do you, want to, uh, do you want to give us a quick overview of what you do for the viewers? Yeah, for sure. So I'm a mindset and branding strategist for female entrepreneurs. So it's pretty much a long-winded way of saying that I help people get from point A to point B by breaking through their limiting beliefs and helping them gain massive clarity on their passion and so that we can turn that passion into an income. Awesome. And uh, how did you get into the business? Did you just wanted to do something like that since like day one or... Did it just happen along the way? Yeah. So as long as I can remember, I've always been that person that someone goes to for advice. And I got to a point after um, my divorce and becoming a single mom to two girls with $48 to my name that I was like, you know what? I should probably start to monetize some shit that I'm really good at. (laughs) And uh, so it started off really, really small, just like everything does. And it was really exciting because my first couple of clients are people that I used to go to school with mm-hmm. and it just started to grow from there. And, um, now it's at a place where, you know, own a really beautiful home and get to travel and I get to be present and I get to, um, be in this incredible house while I raise my family and not have to, you know, worry. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's been really neat. Mm-hmm. And how did your vision of uh, success change from when you first started out, maybe your goals shifted or how did that look? Yeah, I love that question. So success for me, just a little backstory. I had a really, really difficult childhood. And so success for me for the longest time was stability, Mm. right? And as long as I had a roof over my head and food on the table, because that was not common when I was growing up, as long as I had that, I was good. And then I really had to change that a couple of years ago, right? Like I hit that point where I was able to secure my family, money was flowing in. I'm like, okay, well, this can't be it, right? I've got so much more to give. I got so much more to do. Success is shifting. And so now success for me is blessing people, right? I have a a mission and a goal to be able to impact 100,000 lives this year. And we're already at 30,000. So it's really, really exciting to know that like we're going to surpass that, right? As soon as I hit 90% of that, I'm up in that like crazy. So um, just impact by impact. I think for me, success is measured by the amount of lives that you get to change. Mm -hmm. And as a business person, you talked about stability and uh, how do you deal with, you know, uh, managing like risk and maybe going for something, but, you know, giving up some kind of stability. So how do you manage that like risk reward ratio, you know? Yeah. So for me, life is always about risk, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've always been that person where before the fear sinks in, I take action And uh, that's kind of how I've handled it. Every single time I feel the resistance, but I know in my heart it's something that I need to do. I take the action, even if I don't have proof of it, right? Even if I don't have the the, the proof to go forward, I have the certainty in my heart to take that action because I know what I've been through, right? We all have an idea of who the hell we are. And so with that, with that identity, right, with that clarity of who we are, we get to decide what that action looks like. And it's going to look different for everybody and it's gonna come in a different place. But you know, in my own transition, my own journey, I've always taken the risk, 
And by having that certainty in my own capacity and my own power, because I've always taken the risk, I've always gotten the reward. Even if it didn't look like a reward in the beginning, it always turned into that because that was my belief, right? Like we don't think that the sun is going to wake up. We know, or the sun is going to rise. We know the sun is going to rise. And we have to have that type of like passion and certainty in our own power, right? In our own identity that we're going to do it too. And so it's just with that risk, I had that, I, that I had that belief. So. And for people like, like me who have trouble, like taking that risk or setting a precedent of taking risks, how would you suggest kind of getting into that, into that thing, like a one, two, three, go process or something like that? Yeah, cool. So, um, this is just like the aligned version of me right now. That's like, Oh, I love this question. Cause I would instantly be like, okay, what's that limiting belief that's holding you back? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the fear behind it? Right. Just fear of fear. Yeah. Well, it's fear of fear, but where does that come from? So it's just like getting to the root. This is what I love so much. It's, it's getting to the core of what's holding you back. So you can forgive that, right? Like forgive that shit, because that's been the limiting belief for the longest time over every area of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the moment we can conquer that and take full responsibility of what that looked like in the past and say, okay, great. This has been my identity up until this point. I'm not in a position where I want it to be that anymore. Allowing yourself and giving yourself that grace and courage to take the action, knowing that that's only been a pattern. That's only been programming, right? We weren't birthed out of fear. We were birthed out of love, right? (laughs) And so with that, understanding that we just got to peel the layers and get back to what love is, which is what we are. Yeah. Well, beautifully said. I, I truly adore the way you kind of um, give advice in that holistic kind of way. And uh, can I ask you, what do you think about this whole like new age uh, advices in an imperative way? Like do this, don't do this. Do you subscribe to that theory? Or? Not at all. <laughs> and the reason why is because everybody has their own journey. Right. And so what I do my way may not be authentic for how somebody does it their way. Mm -hmm. Right. Like the end goal may look the same, but how we get there is going to shift and change. I may have a vision that I want to go accomplish, but my transition and how I get there isn't going to be the way that I think it's going to be. Right. It's just like we put a, we put a location in our iPhone. Right. And we're like, okay, great. We are telling Siri to bring us to point B right from point A. It's not going to be all the time that it's going to be often that that there may be something that came up, right? There was an accident and Siri's like, hey, rerouting you to your location, (laughs) right? That's life. That's what life looks like. We make a bad turn. Okay, cool. Let me pivot. Let me let me shift gears here. Great. I hit a dead end. Okay, cool. The only option to do now is turn around and go the other way right? Not go back into the fear, but go forward in courage, knowing that you already set the destination and we just got to pivot to the destination. Mm. You're not going to get to, I don't know where you guys are, but we're not going to get to, let's say Florida, right? We're not going to get to Florida by turning around and heading back to Virginia where I am, where I'm at, right? So yes, I think that everybody's path of getting to where they want to go is different. And I don't believe in the don't do this, do this type of mentality, because that's going to look different for everybody. Yeah, for sure. And I'm curious, like, how do you set your goals and break it down and on a daily basis, like act on them? Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that question too. Um, so me, it's always been a vision. Um, I don't do like the whole January 1st like yeah. goal for this yeah. year type of thing. I more so do an intention and that intention always happens on my birthday. So instead of the whole year, I do it on my year, on my rotation, right? I'm like, okay, great. I'm another year older. What do I want this year to look like? And I set the tone and the intention for that. And then I also break it down into bite-sized pieces of, okay, great. Here is the end goal, right? Here is what I want life to look like. Let me chunk that down. So what steps do I have to take in order to hit that goal? Okay, great. Now, now that I've chunked that down, what, uh, what systems do I have to implement to be able to get that goal? Right. Okay, great. Do I need a hire? Do I need a fire? Do I need to outsource? Right. Do I need to delegate? Do I need to maybe extend my timeline? So I think that in the end, all be all it's setting the intention, not getting mad when you hit the goal, Mm -hmm. but knowing it when having that certainty that you're going to progress forward, no matter what right? That goal that you set may not be achieved in the timeline that you set it, set it but trusting that it's always going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Because you're still going to go and you're still going to make those steps forward. So, <laughs> And that's actually great that you ended on that because you talked about rerouting earlier. And what happens like when you have a goal in mind and something happens along the way, you can't hit that goal, like maybe in the time you had a plan and Uh, do you just focus on that goal and you're like, no matter what uh, is going to happen? Or do you like maybe switch your plan and how does it work? You know? So no matter what, I'm always going to hit that goal. And I think part of that too is, is really getting to the reason why, Mm. right? Because if you have your why and you have your vision, the goal is just a transition, Mm. right? The goal doesn't matter. The goal is just the path on the way to the vision, right and how you get to that vision is you you work with your why right like you keep going but if your why isn't big enough then you're never going to get that vision Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah and so the goals are just like the stepping stones Mm -hmm. and for me whenever I hit a goal at 90 Mm percent I set a new goal because once you hit that goal that's where like the sabotage comes in right because you're like well now what great like I hit the weight loss goal or I hit the income goal now what So to stop you from hitting that place where you're like, what's next, set it at 90%. Mm -hmm. So you're always striving for something. So you always have a destination, Mm -hmm. right? Because like at the end of the day, it's never about the goal, right? We get there and that's wonderful. That's an incredible celebration, but it's who we become on the long, uh, it's who we become in the process of hitting the goal, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's where the celebration comes in. Like, holy shit. I love who I am now compared to who I was five years ago. Right. And I'm sure you guys can say the same thing. It's never about like the, the, the freaking house and the cars and all of that stuff. It's like, holy crap, I became an incredible person on the pursuit of being able to manifest these things into existence. Like how powerful are we? Right. Yeah. I love that. And uh, that kind of positivity that goes into yourself and trusting yourself and all this courage uh, that goes with it. I, I truly respect that. And um, can I ask you, since you work with other people, how do you kind of adapt to them? Because um, since it's not just your goals that you're setting and your own limitations that sometimes prohibit you from getting there, but now it can be other people's restrictions. How do you adapt to that? So pretty much the same way that we just had this discussion, right? Where we're like, okay, cool. So this is the goal you had, but what's stopping you? 
right? So everybody has a programming mm -hmm. and every, everybody's programming always stems from what they saw, what they heard, what they felt, right? And part of allowing yourself to really take this transition is getting back to where it came from, mm -hmm. right? Like there were beliefs that were instilled in me that I had to let go. Cause I'm like, oh crap, like this wasn't my belief. This is a belief that I was taught. Mm -hmm. So let me unlearn it so that I can relearn something that serves me to where I want to go versus replaying this generational, like hand me down, right? Like eventually you're going to have to like donate that pile of stuff that you don't want anymore, right? Eventually it's time to just release the baggage. And that's what I love helping people do is release the baggage so that you can shine in who you truly are. Mm. Because at the core of who we are, we are literally made up of miracles. And so when we decide to show up in who it is that we intentionally want to be, you release the baggage, you heal the baggage, and you realize that, oh my gosh, that baggage was just this insecurity that was from maybe my mom or my dad or my aunt, right? Or that uncle I never liked, like whatever, right? It was just that baggage that they were carrying that was projected onto me. I decided to carry this. Now it's time for me to let it go. And so the majority of my work is helping people release so that they can really become a vessel of what their highest potential is. Mm -hmm. And it's through that, that the passion is born, right? It's through that, that like your vision is able to expand and the path and how you do it, right? Like the whole branding and the whole going out there and talking to the people that is just a byproduct of us gaining the massive clarity on what we need to do and taking the action to go do it and listening to our intuition to take those steps yeah yeah and uh, and you spoke of clarity and gaining that kind of perspective do you use something like a, a vision board or do you believe in in just keeping it in your mind and a clear goal so um i don't have an actual board but i have a whole folder on my phone of places i've seen things i've screenshotted quotes cars homes like what my, what my family look like, like future marriage, all of the things, right? So I do have a folder, which is like my own vision board. Um, but I think part of that too is allowing yourself to just meditate on it. Mm. Like I know meditation is like for some and not for some, but all of us have vision, right? Like if I were to tell you right now to like close your eyes and envision the interior of your car, you'd be able to do that, mm. right? So we all have the capacity to visualize and I think that part of the visualization process of having a vision board is great. You can see it on the external, but if you're not allowing yourself to put yourself in a position where you will feel like you already have it, it's nearly impossible to get it. Yeah. So having a vision board is, is important, but more so feeling that vision internally is what's going to make shit happen and what's yeah. going to allow you to have that transition to really um, have things come into fruition. Yeah. And do you see like people that maybe make the mistake of having this vision in their head and just like being in the, like in the dreaming states rather than just making it happen, you know? Oh, oh, totally. Yeah. And I think that's like where the secret, the movie came into play, right? Where they were just, you were just told that, yeah, believe that you can have it and it's yours, but they forgot the important piece, which was take the action. Yeah. You have to take action. I'm not going to sit here and be like, great. Like now just 
manifest it, right? It's all going to happen. No, you must be willing to take the action, like get off your ass, right? Like you got to get off your butt. You've got to um, focus and you got to hone in and you have to listen. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're so intentional, right? Like our brains are so intentional and what you focus on grows. And so if you're focusing on all the reasons why you can't do it, then great. That's what you're going to have. But if you focus on the ways that you can make something happen and then you take action on those steps, then it's going to happen. But I hands down don't believe in just like sitting there and trusting that it's going to happen. You have to take the action and you have to be super intentional of it, right? Like I wouldn't be here having this conversation with you guys had I not taken the action to respond. So many times our blessings are in our path, but we choose to not respond, Mm -hmm. right? Or we choose to not see it as a blessing. So we ignore it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not taking the action, you're not going to get the reward. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and you said something about, you know, those, those people who are, or not those people, but the kind of state that we can be in when we're, when we're just manifesting things, but not actually taking action. What is like, what do you recommend to set as a first step to get out of that kind of momentum of doing nothing? Yeah, I would say change the story around why you do nothing, mm-hmm. right? And so how you, how you change that belief, right? Is you become clear on your body language, mm-hmm. right? Like if I were to tell you to describe somebody's body language who's depressed versus somebody who's excited, you'd be really able to differentiate the two, right? So it's the same thing. So for us, if we want to have a new journey, we must change our bodies. We must change our physiology. We must change the language, right? Quantum linguistics. We must change the language around how we define our scenarios. Because if I were to tell you, like, I woke up late, I had a horrible day, and it was awful, like everyone, everyone's crappy, I I gave you all of these excuses, you'd be like, okay, great. But if I was like, hey, like, today wasn't my best, but I'm actually really excited because it gave me perspective, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you can see, like, the energy just shifted, right? Like, it went from, like, being a victim to a victor. And so how you change your belief is how you change your body language how you change the meaning, right? And then how you change your language in general around the situation. And uh, how do you keep on growing like on a daily basis? Do you know, like, do you evaluate yourself and you're like, all right, maybe like this part of my life I wanna change and I wanna get better at this or better at this. And you like, you evaluate, like you constantly uh, rethink everything and trying to get better. How does it work with you? Yeah. <laughs> so every day it's like a personal inventory, right? Yeah. Like for an example, sometimes I'm, I'm a little snippy, right? Sometimes I don't like that about myself. Sometimes I'm like, this part is awesome. I love that I can just be on the fly or I love that like I've got something to say or I love that sometimes I don't have to speak at all, mm-hmm. right? However, there's certain scenarios where that's okay and there's certain scenarios where that's not, mm-hmm. right? And so evaluating myself and just saying like, hey, cool, I like that here, didn't like it here. How can I transition this here so I have more self-control in this area, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't evaluate you, somebody else will. Yeah. If you don't know who you are, somebody else is gonna put a label on you. So allowing yourself to get to a place of like, 
confidence mm -hmm. and just saying like, cool, I actually don't appreciate this side of myself. I, I can see that ego comes into play here more than this area of my life. Let me go ahead, maybe hire a coach or work with somebody or, or read a book around this area so that I can get better at it. Mm -hmm. And so daily, and when I say daily, it's like more like hourly, maybe every minute, <laughs> just taking that internal inventory and just saying, Hey, like, I love this about me. I just don't like how I do it. So mm -hmm. let me just find a way that feels better so that I can enjoy the process. So, yeah. yeah. And do you ever use or not use, but accept help from people to, to, to build yourself up or, 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 uh, or kind of help you reflect on the areas that you want to change? Or is that all within yourself? I love that you asked that because for the longest time, ego was a major part of me mm. and I did not receive help. I've been on my own since I was 14 years old. And mm. so part of that was doing it myself, right? I had to, I had no other option but to do it myself or I just wasn't going to get it, right? Mm. And so it wasn't up until a couple of years ago that I was like, all right, I keep having this story of if I, if I want to do anything, I got to do it myself. Mm. No one helps me mm. just victim, right? Like I'm sick of feeling alone. I'm doing it all myself. I'm not getting any help. Like, great. Oh, they're getting help, but I'm not getting help. <laughs> cool. Someone else is getting the, the perks. And then I was like, wait a minute. Once again, my language around it, right? Mm. This isn't feel empowering. So how do I expect for, like I shared earlier, that miracle to come in if I'm being so negative and my energy is pushing it away. Mm -hmm. So that was an area of my life that I had to take that mental inventory and be like, I suck at this area and mm -hmm. I don't like it. And I want help. I deserve help, right? Like I've done this alone for so long. Let me just be open to it. Yeah. And I hired my first coach in order for me to um, like get to that next level. I had to hire somebody and I sold my car to do it. My first coach, I sold my car. She was 10 grand. And I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Once again, I put my back against the wall and I was like, I don't have an option, but to succeed mm -hmm. because I had certainty that I was going to succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I definitely have coaches for every, every area of my life. I've got a fitness coach. I've got a spiritual coach. I've got a business coach, mm -hmm. like expanding in all areas that I know I want the help in. Mm -hmm. And what do you think like are maybe like some people are like you said, uh, they're on their own, uh, just like you before. And maybe they have like a big ego or something like that. And where do you think it's time for them to hire a coach and get like some help from outside? Yeah. So if your ego weighs more than your bank account, it's time <laughs> to check your ego. <laughs> so if you are at a place where you're not getting what you think that life, like what you don't think that life is supposed to look like, right? If you're not receiving what you're asking for, it's time for you to check the ego at the door. Mm -hmm. okay. Simply put, if you're not receiving what you're asking for, you need somebody else to come in and help you evaluate where you're blocking your blessings, mm -hmm. right? We've got our spiritual, we've got our mental, we got our emotional, and then we got our physical. In order for spiritual to be able to show up in the physical, we've got to make sure that our mental and our emotional are stable, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like the law of attraction. When you come in and you're like, I want to make a million dollars this year in my business, right? I, I want to do that. But then your mental is like, oh, but you're not worthy, <laughs> right? You're like, oh, but your, your story is that you're afraid 
fear is coming in. Okay, great. What's that fear? Okay, I'm not good enough. Or if I get it, I'm going to lose it. If we don't check that and we don't secure that and we don't fix that, there's no fucking way it's going to come into fruition. There's no way we're going to be able to bring that into the physical. And so if you're feeling blocked in an area, hire somebody. Right. If you're feeling blocked and you've done the work and you've read the books and, and you're still feeling blocked, right. You've, you've paid for the program. You've read the books, you've done the work, then hire someone because maybe they can help you see something that ego is still trying to block in you. The sentence, um, if you're not receiving what you're asking for really resonated with me. And, um, how important do you think gratitude is, um, versus that, that idea of, uh, of trying to get something, of, of going out there and getting it and just you know, being grateful for what you already have. How, how do you balance that? Yeah, so gratitude's everything. Okay. Yeah, so if you're not waking up and you're not grateful, how do you expect anything else to come in? If you're not grateful for the car that you get in every day that gets you from point A to point B, how do you think that a new one's gonna come in, mm-hmm. right? If you're not taking care of your body, how do you think you're going to make sure that you're super healthy, mm-hmm. right? So gratitude is everything. On a cellular level, we're all energy, right? At the nucleus of a cell, it, it's just energy. And so if you're not filling that energy up with gratitude and you're filling it up for, oh, I'm trying, I'm doing, you got to remember, you guys, we're human beings, not human doings. Mm-hmm or human tryings, or human beings. So allowing ourselves and giving ourselves that grace to be one, and then that, and allowing ourselves to have that gratitude for our own physical body is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so starting with gratitude, what I do is I start with gratitude and I end gratitude every night. Mm-hmm. And I do it through breath work. And so it's that process. It, so we talked about earlier about like having the vision board, right? Mm-hmm. Be so abundantly grateful for where you're at, right? And really breathe into that, but then also visualize what you want life to look like. Mm -hmm. But when you visualize it, believe you already have it. Mm -hmm. That's the key. And if you're not grateful for this, if you're not grateful for what you have right now, it's going to be nearly impossible to manifest the new stuff because if something else keeps coming up, right? If you've been in this position a thousand times, you just haven't learned the lesson. Mm-hmm. And maybe that lesson is gratitude. Yeah, I think, yeah, gratitude is so underrated. Like from the moment I added, like just working hard to just like moving to working hard plus gratitude, like my life changed like immensely. And I think it, it makes the journey more enjoyable. And uh, yeah, let's talk like rituals and habits. Uh, you talked about gratitude. What else do you have like on your daily schedule and, and routine? Yeah, so I have a list of goals and a list of dreams, right? Like I want to buy my mama house and I want to take a couple vacations this year. And I this year alone, I want to help 200 women hit six figures, right? So there's a few goals that are on my list, but I look them over every single day. I say out loud some incantations um, of it being in the here and now, right? So I'm so happy and grateful for abundant health. I'm so happy and grateful that I've just helped 200 women completely change the trajectory of their families' lives, right? And producing generational wealth. So doing incantations in the here and now, 
And then also my breath work, my meditation, um, just took up some Wim Hof teaching. So not enjoying cold showers, but I'm sure I'm going to love it here soon and trying something new, right? We can get on this habit of like doing our, our habitual routine, but also being open to trying new things has been so important to me because I'm a creature of habit and I love routine. So just shifting it up and saying, Hey, like, I love this pattern, but let me just like not get into a habit and be okay with change and try something new that I haven't done before and see if maybe I want to incorporate something else into my routine. But, um, all in all, definitely vision work every day, definitely gratitude every day, breath work. So I'm shifting up the energy in my body, right? And I'm receiving on all levels and not just using my own brain power to give me energy, right? I'm like really absorbing sources energy and, and having these conversations fill me up, right? And so aside from that, I work out every day. Mm -hmm. So making sure that's part of my routine, because once again, we still got to care about our physical, right? We still got to make sure that we're taking care of the temple in which our energy is sourced in. And uh, yeah, that's my routine. <laughs> and do you think it's important to, you have like this period of just pushing the limits all the time. And do you just like focus on that, like maybe not on a daily basis, but uh, like when you evaluate yourself, you're like, all right, I get, I gotta get out of my comfort zone, maybe do something new. Uh, do you think it's important to do that? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that doing something new is very important, but I also think that taking time to just be is super important as well. Mm -hmm. So I actually don't work on Wednesdays mm -hmm. and this is what I love doing on Wednesdays. And so I take time off to, to not feel like I'm working and I just love connecting. Mm -hmm. Right. And just making sure that you're allowing yourself to have that time to just be as well, because what is the point of pushing if you can't enjoy it, right? So yeah, push the envelope, right? Push, push the freaking meter, but also allow yourself to be a human and enjoy what you're working hard for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, All right, I think I'm gonna ask one last question because I'm like super, super curious about that. Uh, how do you deal with patience? You know, uh, a lot of business person, like business people, uh, they struggle with that. Like they put in the work and they just have to wait for the results to come in, you know? So how do you deal with that? So <laughs> this is a funny one. If you would have <laughs> asked me a couple of years ago, I would have told you that it made me angry. Mm -hmm. I was not a very patient person. Like if I, bought something on Amazon, if it didn't show up within a couple minutes, I'd be like, what the heck, right? <laughs> Because we're in a reality where things are so instant now. Yeah. So when our success is an instant and we're witnessing people's highlight reels, we feel like we're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that I'm staying in my own lane mm -hmm. and that someone else's story is beautiful for them. Let me encourage them and like support them because that only brings me that like circular generation, right? Like, great, like you succeeded, I'm cheering you on. That means that I'm also gonna receive this type of abundance, right? Mm -hmm. So it's having patience for the here and now. Mm -hmm. I heard an incredible um, quote, I can't remember where I heard it. It was a couple of years ago, I think on a podcast, but um, everything that we want in life is already happening. Mm -hmm. And it's al it already happened in a different world, right? Mm -hmm. But reality just moves slow. But here's the kicker. Reality is our filter. Okay. So the moment you gain that clarity, then the reality is just going to happen quicker. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
And so once we can clear the shit, clear the ego and have that, that type of just power behind us, then you don't have to worry about the patience because you trust and you know that it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no reason for patience, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're getting impatient, you're pushing it further away. Mm-hmm. But if you allow yourself to just be and you trust that it is there, and that it is coming and you just keep taking the actions to go forward, then it's, then it's there mm-hmm. and it's there. Yeah. And I think, yeah, sorry. Patience for me now mm. is, is just love. Like mm. it's really exciting now. And I think that's where like gratitude comes in. And if you're already grateful for what you will have in the future, there is no need to be patience because like it's already, already there. Like, and you have your vision and like, it's all there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's really being present and enjoying the process. Mm, I yeah. think that's what makes patience so much better is because like I said, like, you know, it's there. Mm-hmm. So if you're enjoying the process, that's just, that's just another milestone. Mm. And once you get that milestone, great. Then you've got to have patience again mm. for the next one, <laughs> you know? And then we get to a point where like, okay, when will it be enough? Mm. But you get to that point when you're striving for the goal, mm. And you're not being present in the moment and you're not having that gratitude. Mm. So I think when you're on that path of just like trust and enjoyment and passion, then there's nothing to be patient for. Mm. All right. I think we hit the goal for this interview. And uh, (laughs) Jamie, it's promo time for you. So uh, whatever you got going on, uh, it's your time. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I mean, you guys, you can find me over on Instagram, Jamie Harena or Jamie Harena or at Jamie Harena or jamieharena.com. And I love helping other women. And so if you're someone who's feeling stuck, if you're someone who wants to really push in your passion, but you don't really have clarity on what that looks like, let's connect. Yeah. I've got a couple programs and see which one's a better fit for you.